This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show Got my buddy Randy Winkler. Hey Tony, how, you how are you? I'm good. And you? Good. Spring has sprung for us. Yeah, it's finally getting here. I felt like the, a long winter that started out real mild and then got a lot less fun. Yeah, the end of March was like one morning I woke up with snow and it's 55 and all over that place. But I guess that's uh, springtime in Wisconsin. Yeah, what's it saying? In like a lion, out like a lamb? Or yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it's a fun time of year though. Yeah. Like when everything starts turning green and you start seeing the buds popping up and I'm always surprised. And my wife's really into the flowers. Oh, so nice. I'm like, what are, what's this growing up through the snow here? And I'm like, oh, that's the tulips. They like the cool. And, oh, those are daffodils. You know, they're, they're coming. They're, they don't seem awesome. to be, they're not dissuaded by the cold weather. Here's a little known secret. I'm an orchid guy. Oh. Yeah, I used to, I, I, she, she doesn't work there anymore, but at the grocery store close to where I live, there's a floral department. And I got to know the manager there, and when the orchids would break that they were selling, she couldn't sell them, so she would give them to me. And sometimes you have to you have to take care of them, right? But it might be many months, but all of a sudden that sprout starts to come up, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something about the commitment and having to be patient. I don't know, there's some deeper meaning in there yeah. or something, but I enjoy it. Don't you water them with an ice cube? You can water them with ice cubes. There's another method where you put them in a glass jar and just put about an inch of water so it can suck water up from the bottom as it needs it. But it is one of the common mistakes is to overwater them. Okay. So do you have a bunch? Do you have a greenhouse or? Uh, not a greenhouse, but I probably, I don't know, have eight or a dozen in my in the kitchen in our, on the windowsill over wow. the window there. Yeah, I enjoy them. They're always in a, kind of a series of flux. Some are beautiful in bloom, some look dead, and they're my little projects. I did not know that. Yeah, most people don't. I guess it's out there now. Interesting. The Orchid Man. Yeah. I love I, him. I always wanted to learn how to do the, the bonsais. But, oh, that uh, would it be It seems cool. like that even requires more discipline or Mr. Miyagi. Right, right <laughs> exactly, exactly. But great topic this week, Randy. I want to talk a little bit about the turbulence, you know, financial turbulence in the world right now. you got all these bank issues, volatility, pension buyouts. You know, we know taxes are on the rise, so... It's important to think about steps to help you navigate that. So we're glad you're uh, tuned in here today to the Retirement Ready Show. And Randy, I think anytime there's turmoil in the financial world, people are sure to have questions about, you know, is my money, is my portfolio safe? Is it as safe as I thought? And so what are you telling people that are worried about how their money is positioned or invested? Yeah, it's really important to address risk um, uh, early and often because your risk tolerance will change. A lot of people have a lot of risk tolerance in an up market and not quite as much in a down market. So to keep revisiting that and just making sure that you're in a comfortable spot because it's very, very personal. Some people say, hey, I'm, I'm okay if the market goes down 5%, but beyond that, I get uncomfortable. And somebody else being like, I'm good with 30%, but if it goes beyond that, I get uncomfortable. We want to make sure that they don't have the opportunity to cross pass, path to cross past that point um, where they're getting uncomfortable. Because yeah, I said that 10 times quick. Uh, I cross pass, cross pa- yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we want to make sure that they don't get put in that position, but they have to make a decision that could be the wrong one. 
So if we uh, spend the time on the risk, go in the right portfolio, knowing that we're probably going to be giving up some upside if we want to limit the downside, but they have a plan for that. You know, it's, like I said, it's very personal. Some people can handle a lot of risk. Some people can't. But to make sure that that part of your portfolio is, is set up, that part of your plan is set up, that we can even take advantage of the volatility that you're comfortable with. And then having, you know, different areas, we've got our, our money that's going to be a little more volatile in our growth bucket. We've got our safe bucket that's going to be a little more boring and predictable. And then dynamically deciding based on what's going on in the market and interest rates and all the other fun stuff, which, which bucket we're drawing from. That's fun for us. I think a lot of people are like, oh, that doesn't sound like, that doesn't sound like fun to me. I'm like, oh, no, this is really cool because we see the impact it can have by making the right choices. But I, I think what is really cool, Randy, is the people who kind of take this approach of, of really thinking about their risk in the beginning and maybe taking the step of having a safe, boring bucket, an income bucket, they just tend to sleep better at night because you know your income's there. Right. Our clients that have taken that approach right now when the market's been volatile, it's easy to say, you know, I, of course, I'm not happy if the market's on this roller coaster ride. But, you know, I know my income's safe for the next 10 or 12 years, so I don't have to really pay attention to it or worry about it in the short term because we know historically, you know, markets are going to go up. But, you know, it's something to think about. I, I read an interesting article just here recently. And, of course, we've all, you know, kind of been inundated with the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and, I think, though, a lot of people haven't realized how many pension funds were invested oh, in yeah. these banks. Check out these statistics I wrote down. California Public Employee Retirement Fund had $67 million in SVB, $11 million in Signature Bank when both failed. Now, big numbers, but as a very small percentage of their overall portfolio. The Employee Retirement System of Rhode Island, $2.6 million in SVB. Colorado Public Employers Retirement Association, $12.5 million. State Teachers Retirement System of Ohio, $27 million in SVB. Arizona State Retirement System, $3.8 million. And if those numbers sound big, listen to this. Korea's National Pension Service owned 100,000 shares in SVB that was valued at about $23 million late last year. And Sweden's largest pension fund, Electa, had around $848 million invested in SVB, another $282 million in signature. You know, just just massive, massive numbers, right? And, and, you know, but it does speak to diversification and thinking about that when it comes to your investments. Yeah, one benefit that I guess the pensions have is that they've got some restrictions on them. They can't put all their eggs in one basket. You can. You know, I can, you know, we, and there, so they, hopefully are, you don't, but you no, can definitely not. But these, these pensions, they've had some guidelines that maybe somebody's like, man, I really like this bank. I really want to invest money in it. Well, it turns out that it was good that they weren't allowed to go past their, their mandate. So individuals, I think it's a very good idea to have an investment policy, but most people can't come up with that on their own, but to sit down and talk to your advisor and say, okay, this is what I'd like to see happen. This is the amount of risk I'm willing to take. And then talk about, okay, we've, we're talking, everybody likes to talk about the upside, but it's probably more important to talk about protecting on the downside. So to, to, to think about that and have that discussion rather than, so that you have a response rather than reacting when you're not prepared. Oh my gosh, I didn't see this coming. Sell everything. And then, you know, if we've often said, you have to be right twice. When do you, when do you get back in? If you sell out at the low, do you get back in at the high? That's what a lot of people do. 
It is statistically what a lot of people do, and it's pretty scary. I mean, you know, trying to time to market is not great. And, and, you know, I think this is a argument for why you might want to have a professional. I mean, I can't tell you how many clients we have that manage their own money their entire career, but they got to retirement. And it's generally, for for self-traders, it's generally one of two reasons. They either tell me now it counts and I'm just worried about making a mistake because I don't have time to recover from that mistake. Or they say, hey, my spouse, and sometimes it's the husband, sometimes it's the wife that handles the investments. They'll say, I'm just worried about my spouse. If something happens to me, I want them to have a relationship. And, you know, but, but it's so easy to get emotional with your own money. You know, I, I actually know a, a pretty successful financial advisor. He recently sold his practice. But back in March of 2020, you know, when the market had the fastest drop in history, he was only a couple of years away from retirement panicked fortunately didn't do it with his clients money but panicked sold all of his investments off and went into treasuries we know that drop was fairly short-lived and followed by this incredible run-up and he was left on the sidelines with his hands in his pocket they say doctors make the worst patients (laughs) right so i guess it's just a kind of a graphic and chilling story that that even a professional with their own money can some you know sometimes get it wrong because it's hard you work so hard for that savings and it's hard to not be a little bit emotional about it and you know I think it's important Randy when you think about it you know let's run people through our process on how we help someone analyze what's going on with their money we have a two-step process when we're creating these retirement ready roadmaps hey podcast fans If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, the first meeting we call it discovery. So we're gonna learn all about you, your concerns, your goals. We spend a lot of time in each of our five retirement roadmap stops. So we're looking at family, which encompasses you know, legacy goals, maybe college planning. Do you have a will? Do you have a trust? Do you need a will? Do you have a trust? We take a look at income. That incorporates, do you have a pension? When do you turn it on? What survivor benefit do you take? Took a look at social security strategies. If you don't have enough income from those sources, you're going to have to be making withdrawals from your portfolio. So which account does it come from at what time uh, factoring in taxes? Uh, taxes is one of our areas where we spend a lot of time taking a look at it. Does it make sense to, to take it from this bucket and move it to this bucket at this time? And we take a look at the investments, of course. You're not going anywhere without the, with the investment vehicle. Make sure we're taking appropriate risk. And then we take a look at healthcare which takes a look at you know um, signing up for Medicare. If you retire early, how do you bridge the gap to get to Medicare? You know, Do you have life insurance? Do you need life insurance? Do you have long-term care? Special concerns that may come up there. Every, every you know, family has their own concerns that we need to address. And we wanna find out you know, what, what brings you in, what can we help with? And then if we determine, yes, I, I think we can help, then we roll up our sleeves and really get to work uh, and start analyzing the data then when you come in for that second meeting, you know, we say, okay, we did this risk score and you're a 33 and your portfolio is an 80. You're taking a little too much risk. Here's your financial plan. It looks good or not so good. Or here's some tweaks. 
here's a tax strategy. Just to kind of give an idea, get a try before you buy, get a feel for whether we're a good fit or not. And most people by the end of that second meeting have got a pretty good feeling whether they, they're, what they're looking for, we're providing. And I think, you know, it really is a laid back process. And I know a lot of people are so fortunate. Sometimes I can't believe the numbers of downloads on the podcast. And certainly for anybody tuning in, thank you. We're, we're, we're grateful that uh, you tune in and listen. And I know people tune in from all over the place, but it's really a simple process. Whether you're in our local area, you can come on into the office or we're more than happy to set up a virtual meeting. We have all the technology where we can walk you through that and help you create that. That's a complimentary process, but it's pretty simple. You know, there's no pressure, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's being sold. We're just having a conversation. And I think that can really help. Um, I, I got one for you, Randy. You know, I know everybody's always wanting to get more liquid in their portfolios. Okay. You know, so what's something liquid that folks could invest in? I have a few ideas, but uh, what what's the answer? Whiskey. I like it. You like that one? We should have a whiskey investment division here. And I'd well, like listen, to to this is gonna, these numbers are going to blow you away. So I, I read this this week. Rare bottles of whiskey have become highly collectible assets. There was recently a 1926 bottle that was sold at an auction for 1.5 million pounds. That's nearly $2 million. Analysts say there's actually whiskey analysts, apparently. <laughs> Whiskey analysts say investing in whiskey has the potential to be a lucrative move. And if it goes wrong, you can always console yourself with a good drink. <laughs> so where, I'm sure that the custodians aren't uh, keeping bottles of whiskey. Yeah, so that's true. A, Maybe you can't do safe? it in your IRA. I yeah. don't know what you do. Yeah, you don't want to leave it in a liquor cabinet if you have no. teenagers. I mean, <laughs> you know, they might sneak in there and you just drank our retirement. Be a pretty uh, costly mistake for a two million dollar bottle of whiskey. Yeah. But wow, crazy stuff to think about. But when, when when you think about retirees, Randy, you know there are different kind of safer on a safe spectrum of investments that you can look at there's probably six that are pretty popular and let's run through those yeah and a lot of these have become a lot more appealing in the last year or so when interest rates went started going up people maybe aren't too thrilled about that when they're paying their credit card bill or they need to refinance their mortgage but suddenly you go to the bank and uh that you know cd that you could take out for half a percent is now paying five percent so there's some opportunities there and one of the first ones I think that's really become appealing is uh, high yield savings. So those have become, um, mu- the numbers are much better there. And if you go, I know you mentioned a, a site that you like, bankrate.com, you can take a look and investigate these different banks and you'll see rates all over the place and you'll see a big difference between the banks that have physical locations, the brick and mortar, and the ones that are online. So do your research, but you're gonna, I think you're gonna find some rates that might surprise you. And it's a good place to park some of your shorter term money. And some people say, oh, I really like the rates. I'm going to put everything there. Well, you're probably not going to get the growth you need. Maybe, you know, if the plan says, yeah, you're, you're going to be fine with that. Maybe that's all the, the risk you need to take. But it's definitely a nice place where you can park some of your shorter term money that you don't need right now, but you need to keep liquid. Yeah, options are good. Liquidity is nice, not just in whiskey. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, of course, uh, high yield savings accounts, similar as money market accounts, kind of a similar name for the same thing. Be careful. There's also money market mutual funds, generally pretty safe, but there have been time uh, points in time where, you know, a share is supposed to equal a dollar. It's supposed to be very, very safe, and there's times where that hasn't quite worked out. Yeah, breaking the buck. I, I remember that happened a couple yeah. of times where, wait, I, I thought this couldn't go down. Like, well, 
It's not supposed to, but sometimes it can. Sometimes it can. Know, yeah. know what you own. Yeah, bank CDs come yeah. into a time period, certain rate of return, treasury bills, notes. You know, there's been some I bonds that were pretty popular. Yeah. Beginning this year, they were, I think, nearly nine something percent. I yeah. mean, I remember it was so high, the treasury website, you have to buy them through their website now. Unless you have an advisor, you can buy some some of those T-bills through your advisor. But, you know, the treasury website was shut down. You couldn't get on it. They just It was not built for that kind of traffic. Right. Yeah, everybody wanted to go get their I-bonds. Yeah. They're, 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 they're appealing, but they're not as simple as, as people right. think. There's some, right. Some people, I, I think, uh, unfortunately, people think they're getting 9% forever, and it does adjust, and there's some time commitments. But pretty uh, pretty impressive rates. Of course, there's dividend-paying stocks. You are taking some risk there. Historically, those have been a little bit safer. And when the market's down, you get a dividend, but they can change your mind, stop paying a dividend. A company could go belly up. I mean, a lot of things could happen there, so you have to be safe. And I think for retirees, annuities can be a popular choice, fixed and fixed indexed annuities. The fixed annuities, you're going to commit to a certain time period and be guaranteed a certain rate of return. Remember, annuities are offered through insurance companies, not banks. And the indexed annuities are typically going to have a floor of zero, and they're going to be linked to some type of market indice to maybe get a little bit better return, let's call it 3 to 5%. Lots of moving parts in these. You have to really understand them. You have to understand the rules and policies associated. You have to understand that you're making time commitments. If you break those time commitments, generally the penalties can be pretty high, pretty ugly. So you want to be careful there. But that can be a great, you know, kind of bond alternative or, or different, you know, for you for that safe income bucket. Yeah, and keep in mind that all of these different things we talked about, you're never going to want to put all your eggs in one basket. That's right. So you never, you know, some people say, "Oh, CD rates are great. Let's put it all there." Hey, the market's doing great. Let's put it all there. Split it up. Look at what is your your goal and. Very important. What is your time frame? When That's are you right. need the money? That's right. The sooner you need it, the less risk that you can you can endure. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I got another good one for you. Okay. Dad joke. Oh. You like dad jokes, Randy? I don't know if I've ever heard a good dad joke. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of the point, though. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Why can't you trust trees? Why can't you trust trees? Because uh, they're full of nuts. They're kind of shady. They're kind of shady. That's better than mine. <laughs> good stuff. They're kind of shady, you know. I like it. <laughs> That was a rough one. But, I, you know, I, I think, again, as you think about the current time period we're in, you know, it, it, maybe even if you're working with an advisor, it could be a time, a good time for a second opinion. You brought up risk earlier. And, boy, I, I can't tell you how often we've done a risk analysis for someone. That's a complimentary process with us, by the way. And just to your point, we find out they're comfortable, let's call it a 30, but invested at a 70. Yeah. And that can be very problematic. Yeah, a lot of people are, what, you know, I, I will say, why Why are you taking this much risk? I didn't know I was taking that much risk. Or I told my advisor I didn't want to take that much. But this is very, we, we like numbers. We're numbers geeks around here. And we say, okay, you're a, you're a 50 and your portfolio is an 80. That's a problem. You're taking more risk than you're comfortable with. In the up years, you're not going to have a problem with that. In the down years, yes, that's going to be a problem. So making sure that you're invested appropriately for your risk is something that I think is really important to spend time on. And if you're not, and you go through these correctionary periods, Warren Buffett's got a great quote about you never know who's swimming naked till the tide goes out. But oftentimes in these market correctionary periods, people feel like the tide went out and they're caught swimming naked because, you know, I'll hear folks come in or, or will jump on a virtual meeting this time, you know, in this kind of economic times. 
And they said, Tom, I had no idea I could lose this much money in my portfolio. But, you know, and oftentimes when we find somebody that's a, a 50 invested in 80 or a 30 invested at a 60 or whatever it might be, you know, it begs the question, why are you taking double the risk, right? And, and oftentimes the answer is usually one of two. Either I had no idea or if I've told my advisor once, I've told him or her a hundred times I didn't want a high-risk portfolio. So a lot of times it's just great education to understand what's going on. And that can be really, really important because I, I think a lot of times people just don't know what's going on. And, and, you know, it's important to have that understanding in your portfolio so you can plan for it. Be responsible, be smart, and be safe, right? I mean, we've met thousands of people over the years where we've done an income analysis as part of our Retirement Ready Roadmap. And we can tell them pretty definitively, hey, you're not at, really at risk of running out of money. But they're taking risks such they could lose 30, 40, 50 percent, and that would change the answer, right? Another Warren Buffett, I love Warren Buffett yeah. quotes, but it's got another one, why take risks you don't need, right? And that's something really important to think about. And whether you have concerns about failing banks and bailouts, pension buyouts in your volatility, looming taxes, we could go on and on. There's always going to be financial turbulence on the horizon. You can't stop that from happening. But you can put strategies in place to navigate through it. Think about when you're on a plane that's about to fly through turbulence. That seatbelt light kicks in. The pilot comes over the radio and lets everyone know what's going on. The pilots don't have a button to turn off the turbulence. They can't stop it or change the conditions in the air. But they're monitoring the conditions and making changes to find a way through it, right, and, and getting through it safely. And if they have to go through it, they do all they can to prepare passengers for a bumpy ride and get everyone safely through to the other side. When there's financial turbulence, here's how I can help act as your pilot. We can do an analysis to help you uncover the main risk posing a threat to your retirement, especially volatility. We can stress test your retirement plan, analyze your portfolio, and just see much, how much it can handle in terms of losses. And then we can talk about how to move forward from there. We'll go over some potential moves you can make to help preserve your life savings. There's no cost or obligation for that. But when you have the right income strategy in place, you'll know for certain what's going on with your retirement savings, and it won't cause you to panic making bad decisions and bad economies. We would love to assist you with that, and we appreciate you tuning in to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial 
financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.